1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS.
3: John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there, and make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get the latest updates on the show. Well, this week has been buzzing with news surrounding former President Donald Trump and current President Joe Biden. I, I, I'm not sure he knows he's current president, but news does. On the one hand, Trump was recently found liable for sexual abuse and defamation against E. Jean Carroll. In order to pay $5 million as a result, his team is expected to appeal the decision. And he noted it won't derail his campaign to once again become president in 2024. God, I hope not. Meanwhile, on the other, a new report from the House Oversight Committee revealed that President Joe Biden and members of his family have engaged in some, quote, shady business, according to Congressman James Comer. Per the report, the family allegedly received $10 million from foreign companies, including China and Romania. And, of course, the media, there's nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So where does this put the 2024 election picture as a whole, with both or the most notable nominees just, you know, covered in controversy? Joining us now to discuss this further is Kevin Jackson, a Former Fox News contributor who is now a best-selling author on Amazon, Kevin. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend.
4: Well, good to be with you, man. So yeah, you have teed up a lot of stuff yeah, there. Yeah, I.
3: It, it is funny. I, I mean, it, it doesn't matter, I've been very public on my show talking. But don't, and again, I'll, I'll say it for you. But for the record, if Donald Trump's our nominee, I'll vote for him. But I I, I just. It's like both of these guys. It's like, can't we find somebody who isn't mired in scandal? But who do you think is in deeper trouble when it comes to the presidential election in 2024? Obviously, if you look at the media, it's Trump. But I think both of them got issues.
4: Oh, I I disagree, John. I think uh, what we're learning from Trump is he was targeted and all of his issues made up. I mean, if, yes. if anybody that's really li- li- literally looking at the Alvin Bragg situation knows it's a farce letitia james the new york uh, state ag it's a farce uh we've proven there was no russian collusion all the other things but but Uh, adam schiff swore up and down
3: (laughs) kevin come on yeah well
4: but there you go so what you're getting is you're watching trump get vindicated at every turn he gets vindicated the fbi was corrupt they, they initiated a fisk that was wrong. They uh, sent things to the FISA court that never should have gotten there. The FBI never should have opened up this investigation to Trump. Russian collusion was wrong. Ukraine, it, who, I mean, everything that they've pinned on to Trump, we all know, and it's being revealed, belongs to the Biden family. And and let's talk about the Bidens. You talk about scandals. Yes. Everything. Trump is flicking these things off of his suit, and he's ready to go to the party in his tux. The Biden family have legitimate things to be concerned about. Hunter Biden's laptop, what did they tell us? It was Russian misinformation. Right, 51 yes. people said it. <laughs> you know, 17 of all the, all the clandestine agencies, 17, go Google this, 17 agencies talked about how Donald Trump and there was some relationship to what the Russians were trying to do in our elections. That was debunked. Fifty-one officers, uh, former intel officers, said it was probably Russian collusion. That was debunked. Hunter said it wasn't my laptop. That was debunked. I could go down 50 different things that they told us about the biden family joe biden with his own mouth said i have never taken a penny from foreign sources neither is anybody in my family okay oh, he, he
3: not only that he said he never talked to hunter about his business okay, he went so that let's far talk about that
4: for just a second john you've got a kid okay i've got four sons and one of them happens to be a crackhead and he's the only one that's left okay and he's running the family business or he's running a business or doing anything are you paying attention to him? If you're as doting of a father as Joe Biden says he is, apparently not. Now, <laughs> point I'm making is this: yes. even on common sense level, when some a father, you say to me, Kevin, you've got four sons. Do you know what they're into? If you're ta- if you're as doting as Joe Biden claims to be with his family, I can tell you what companies they work for, if they're in business for themselves, how things are going. I may not be able to give you their their 10Ks and, and, and K1s, but I can certainly tell you enough about their business and say, yeah, I just had dinner with my son. I met a couple of his buddies. Who, What father doesn't do that? What father wouldn't say, of course I know what my son's doing? Yeah, I had dinner with one of his business partners. Now, here's what I'll tell you. We keep it. At arm's length because I don't want any any you know any look looks of impropriety. Right. But yes, of course I've met my son's business partners and things. But Joe Biden flatly denied it. Said he never did it. And we all you all know that's a lie if you have any kids or any type of entanglements with family or friends. Of course you know people by way of you know I know this guy because we golfed together. We went to dinner. We had a cocktail party. He flatly denied it. So when you look at on balance where it's going, I can tell you I'm going to tell you the future. Joe Biden's gone. Kamala Harris will be our president, not because she's going to get elected, because she's going to get placed in there. She will pardon the Biden family members and everybody that that's in this crooked FBI thing we just discovered. And that'll be her role. She'll go off into the sunset. And then so, you know, hopefully Trump will win his reelection and all will be good. That's going to be their penance for the lie.
3: Do you think then that, that Joe Biden will have to make at some point he's going to have to make some statements or answer questioning? Yes. Or is the media just going to give him a pass on this whole thing because he's senile and he's, you know, too focused on ice cream to know what's going on?
4: Well, he'll make it, it'll be I think he's going to they're, they're going to say he's he's take, you know he got a penalty and he's out of the game uh, because. Now, whether he makes the statement or they make it on his behalf, a statement is going to be made. And Joe Biden, I'm telling you, he's officially out. And for those people wondering why I'm talking about Kamala Harris like this, because she's a, a lunatic, it's because something that happened about 90 days ago, 60 to 90 days ago, where they stopped talking about her negatively, and suddenly they started giving her praise. Accolades. Elizabeth Warren reversed course on her. Joe Biden actually made a statement about his VP. They haven't done this. They've been criticized, critical of her. Remember, less than six months ago, they were talking about people leaving her office because she's, it's a toxic work environment. Right, I remember, we, yeah. Yeah, we were keeping up with those people. They're still leaving, but they're not talking about it. So you have to ask yourself why. They have to set her up to be okay to take over for Joe when he's done and when she starts doing these these pardons then they ha- she has to have a level of credibility. Like, let's move on. The nation is going to be better off if we just stop all this, and we're going to clean it all up. But let's wipe our hands up, and, <laughs> and please forgive us, guys, the same way we've asked you to forgive us for shutting down the nation over this disease that is essentially a harsh flu. Now, That's what they're going to do.
3: So there are a lot of people, and, and we're, by the way, we're talking with former Fox News contributor Kevin Jackson. There are a lot of people, including myself, who think that, if let's play your scenario out that mm-hmm. a lot of people who think that okay this happens and rather than kamala or somebody like that a lot of people think that michelle obama comes in to save the day save the democrat party and become the nominee do you think that's a possibility
4: that would be like running into the middle of a nuclear blast <laughs> why would you want to try to save the democratic party when you michelle obama is as good as she will ever get i want people to understand this she's the first lady to baby black jesus and everybody (laughs) thinks he is the best thing since sliced bread so why are you going to get any better you take over as president and you inherit the crap storm that joe biden left that is true and and if the democrat party is leaving you with all the scandals and the cleanup This lady is pristine. The black community loves her. A lot of white folks, even on the right, still say, well, look, we're glad she's gone. We're going to give them black Camelot, and let's move on. She will eradicate all of that, erase it in a New York minute if she even hints that she wants to run. So that's number one. And number two, she doesn't have the pedigree, and she's got more skeletons in her closet than the capuchin uh, (laughs) catacombs. This woman (laughs) has bones, baby. And she doesn't want those bones unburied. So it's not going to happen. And I say this every election cycle. They're going to run Michelle Obama, Kevin, when, in 2016. No, they're not. They're going to run her in 2020. No, they're not. They're going to run her in 2024. No, they're not. Okay, they're not going to. Wow.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because, frankly, I she scares me. I think she's the one nominee. I mean, nobody I don't think is afraid of Joe Biden. I think a potted plant could beat Joe Biden, but... Well, John, On paper, about, she looks, what she looks scary. There, bro.
4: Think about what you just said. This is a woman that's got zero political experience. The only thing she's done has been a first lady. Sure. Look at her record. She ripped off a heist, a... Uh, uh, um, um, a medical facility in a poor a hospital in a poor neighborhood, got three hundred and fifty grand a year, all because her husband was a senator. She's done nothing except play first lady. Yeah, but you know how that party
3: is. They they it's a cult of
4: personality over there. I don't disagree with that for one second, but I'm just saying when you put her in the line of fire, when she's not just out there talking race you know, race baiting and, and doing all the crap that she did as first lady that did this country no good, by the way. What what can she do? What has she shown you that she could hold her own on the international stage or anything else? So, what I'm getting at is good point. It doesn't it doesn't get any better for her. The same way it doesn't get any better for Kamala Harris than if she resumes the presidency now, and doesn't run because if she ran she'd get crushed in the primary. She'd lose. Gavin Newsom or somebody will beat her. And then it'll be an embarrassment. So she, if she gets to be president now, she'll pardon everybody and she'll ride off into the sunset.
3: So let's look on the on the GOP side. Do you see any front runners that could make a surprise run for the presidency? I mean, obviously Ron DeSantis isn't in yet, but I think the fact that he's running for president's a worst kept secret. Uh, obviously Mike Pompeo, our Kansas native, he's out. Uh, the, obviously Mike Pence is a possibility. You've got Nikki Haley, a few others who are you know, Mike and In, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what do you think? Who, is there anybody other than well, Trump, or do you think Trump is the is a foregone conclusion?
4: Okay, so let's, a lot of the people you did just now, you named possibilities. Right. Okay, so let, before we pivot to Trump, here's what we have on the on the left. You have Robert Kennedy, who has declared. That's not a little thing. You have Marianne, uh, or Anderson, I think's her name, is a libertarian candidate. She has declared. You have people that are I mean, they're sitting there like almost like Caesar, you know, in the Senate. They're waiting to stab Biden. Right. (laughs) Guys like Gavin Newsom and others that are ready to go. Okay, so that's what you have over there. And Biden will have competition. I'm going to tell you within 60 days, he will have new new competitors. You could even 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 end up with Cuomo as an example of the love gov. Now, let's go over to Trump. (laughs) So who do we have? The first guy to declare was John Bolton. And if you're saying who, yeah, oh, the, the who, next yeah. Uber driver you have will get more votes than John yeah, Bolton. Who cares? Okay? Same, with, same with Asa Hutchinson. Same with Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of, Air, of uh, Arkansas, who, by the way, I was with him at a Republican governor's associated meeting, and I'm telling you, he absolutely hates Trump. Yeah, but he's in there to beef up the number. Right. This, but, but let's go in order. You had John Bolton. You had Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, who said she'd never run, well, she's not. For the most part, she's non-existent. She won't get. She's a Kamala Harris. She'll get less than two percent of the vote. Then you had Vivek Ramaswamy, sharp guy, unknown, probably deserves a shot, but he's just trying to raise his Q score for the next series of elections. Then you've got um, Tim Scott, who was, uh, I mean, Asa Hutchins declared. Again, a name that nobody knows. He won't get over two points ever. Correct. Tim Scott's got an exploratory committee because they're asking him to do it because they want numbers. Then you've got uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, who's the most likely candidate, as you say, who hasn't declared. Throw away everybody. And let's just talk about the two real people that have a chance here, DeSantis and Trump in In January, if you were looking at DeSantis, the gap was about eleven points with Trump on a lot of polls, and I got this from Tom Bevan of real clear politics today it's forty percent gap, mm. and you know why? Because they did Trump a favor every time they went after this guy alvin bragg was, Alvin Bragg should be running the Trump campaign <laughs> <laughs> you know he, he he has just been amazing for Trump when they found that when they saw a guy take a misdemeanor in a matter that Trump had—everybody pretty, pretty much has written off as it doesn't matter. And he made it into a felony. He proved what everybody knew. And everything since then, from Letitia James's prosecution—I mean, she's prosecuting Trump on Trump University. How dare these people talk about Trump University when black people flunk out of college at 60 percent and carry the most debt of any ethnicity and have degrees in social justice when they get out? How dare they talk about the education system? Donald Trump should have said, I'm going to sue the entirety of the education system on behalf of black people in America. So all these things became so specious and so it was obvious they were politically motivated. And then what do we get? We find out the 51 guys were started by Clinton's campaign by who? Blinken, the sitting secretary of state. Right. Now we start looking backwards and going, well, wait a minute. What about January 6th? where they accuse Trump of this. That's a lie. What about the election itself? where we People want us to believe that the least popular guy in the Democratic Party got 81 million votes more than anybody? I could go down the list. And, oh, by the way, let's not forget the lies that we were told about Hunter Biden, the FBI that didn't release the laptop information in October, didn't even admit they had it, helped with the cover-up with Blinken to give him cover, NSA, CIA. Are you kidding me? Donald Trump will go through this election cycle. He's going to bring independence, Democrats that are finally pissed off enough to say, I'm ready to do something. And, of course, he's shoring up the Republican base because when I talk to people, I was at a group of 500 people the other day, I ask a simple question. How many of you had softened to Trump over the past six, you know, couple years? Hands went up. How many of you are now saucy back in his corner? All the hands in the place went up. Yeah. It's ridiculous how, how much he's gotten uh, back
3: well, Kevin, you, you make a, a good point. I may have to reconsider my, uh, my position on this. your Your latest book, "The Big Black Lie: How I Learned the Truth About the Democratic Party," is available on Amazon. If folks want to find more information about you, they can find you at the the yeah. com, and on Twitter, your KJ Network Now, Correct? Correct. Like yeah a, i tell you man and by the way i, I on do, top of it man i do encourage folks to visit the kevinjacksonnetwork.com i look through your website it is awesome and i follow you on twitter folks need to follow you on twitter you're amazing brother i gotta have you on the show again you're great thank you i appreciate that i appreciate you brother carry on the fight my friend you too we'll take a quick break and then i want to hear from you you're listening to the john whitmer show on 98 7 and 1330 knss wichita's number one talk our studio lines are open We'll be back right after this.
2: I'm Attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm Attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24 7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way
5: to go. Call 5-5-0-0-0-0-0. When you're shopping for a used car, you don't want to go just anywhere. You don't want to go where it's crazy and chaotic and more like a circus. You probably don't want to go to the place with a goofy mascot where they don't even listen and try to sell you something you don't want. And you definitely don't want to deal with a place with a sleazy guy like this. This one here is a beauty. Tip-top shape. Don't mind that noise. She's running perfect. Don't worry. You can trust me. Come see our team of professionals here at Rusty Eck Ford. Not only will we help you find the vehicle that you want, they're the experts in helping you with the financing you need, no matter your credit situation. So before you go to one of those other places and wish later that you didn't, go to Rusty Eck Ford first, Wichita's only President's Award winner for customer service three years in a row. See the real difference at Rusty Eck Ford and RustyEckFord.com.
0: Look no further than Midwest Kia for your next new Kia or certified pre-owned Kia. The long awaited return of rebates is here, so take advantage of factory incentives on eight different all-new Kia models with as much as $7,500 in lease cash or special 2.99% APR for 66 months. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. We have 90 new Kias on our lot and ready for you today with more arriving every day check out the new 2023 k5 sporty sorrento and sportage and the amazing telluride are you considering buying a pre-owned kia from anywhere else in town don't waste your time only midwest kia can offer you a certified pre-owned kia and the peace of mind that comes with owning it visit us at midwest kia or midwestkia.com we
1: want to see you in a midwest kia for well-qualified lessees. Limited powertrain warranty valid 511 to 61. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
6: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee. At 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
2: Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. Never miss an episode. Just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Would love to hear from you. Ed, thank you for sticking around. You're on the John Whitmer Show.
7: Males competing against females. Why don't Why don't all the females refuse to compete all over the country? Says we're not good doing this.
3: Yeah, you know, that is a really good question. It, it's know something why that they I. don't do it, it makes me mad. I, I, I completely agree. That. I, I completely agree. that it, it, A good example would be that race that I mentioned, you know, the story that I was reading out of California. Yeah. Is, you know, why didn't all those girls just refuse to compete? Now, obviously, yeah. they would then miss out, but I would <laughs> have to think that if all of them forfeited, they'd have to call off the race. Because oh, you'd have one. The country, if right. they
7: do that, they, they would <laughs> make a dent.
3: Right. And, and in that particular race, that 1,600 meter, if, I mean, how many contestants were there? Say nine. If all nine of them, as a, as a, you know, as a group said, we're refusing to compete against someone who is a biological male and has an, a competitive advantage, uh, you know what's the state going to do? Are they going to say, okay, we're going to have one competitor and he's going to run and he's going to win? I, I mean, it would make the state look ludicrous.
7: And if they do it everywhere, all over the country.
3: Yeah, I, I, it's not a bad idea. Now, the sad part is they shouldn't have to do that. That's know, really what it, it comes down is they shouldn't have to. You these, need people st- are not,
7: these people are nuts for letting them. I don't understand that. I don't understand the mentality.
3: I don't either. And, and the problem is you don't have enough states. I mean, I think last I saw there were 12 or 26 that have started to pass, like what Kansas passed, a protection you know, for girl, women and girls' sports. But there aren't enough. Some of the governors don't want that. Some of them don't want it. Some of them have gone the other way. I mean, you That's just crazy. had, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember the state. But literally, you just had, just this month, uh, a state that came out and went the other way and just said, you know, we 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 promote this here. In fact, Florida, there are school districts now in Florida that are saying, we condemn our state. Don't go. And California has said, don't go to Florida because Florida, you know, yeah. has taken that stance. My take I'm on have is Another great. comment
7: about uh, Trump. Yeah, sure. Go Real ahead quick. Uh, what other candidate do you know that could stand up under what he's taken for four years, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year? And he's still going.
6: Uh, you're what right about that
7: person could could stand up under that very long. He
3: is. He is definitely made a Teflon. Now, granted, part of it is self-inflicted.
7: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean trying to get him out of office. Oh, well, kept, yeah, yeah. And mean. all the stuff he did and passed, and and how things were going good, and, and with them pounding him every day trying to put him in jail.
3: I, no I completely agree. But even the candidate. jail stuff, even the jail stuff, is somewhat self-inflicted. I mean, it, looking at uh, the you know the documents, things, and I mean, you come on, to take better care of your documents. A
7: uh, you know,
3: Some of that, some of it is. I think with Trump, again, and I've said before, if he's our nominee, I'll support him. I just want somebody who can win. That's
7: what matters to me. Whoever gets in there, they're going to pound them. Oh, goodness gracious.
3: They sure will. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate (laughs) you, brother. Thanks for sticking around. Let's see who we've got here. Pat, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for sticking around.
6: Hi, Pat Kelly. Yes, Pat. Wink Hartman moments are right with us. (laughs) Wink-Hartman moments. I've seen uh, on InfoWars, Chinese lined up at Darien Pass yep. with uh, with debit cards that you're
8: paying for and I'm paying for, and I've seen them uh, up to 2,500 Chinese.
6: Every tenth one is a woman. I've seen the migrants just loaded down at El Paso. Uh, airports. You don't see this on Fox Television at
8: all, and you don't see the uh, the video where the individual that has
6: lived in El Paso. He says, "I'm a veteran. I want everyone to see this." And he pans across with his smartphone how it is destroyed, how demographics are being changed in El Paso right now.
3: It's bad. It's bad. And you know, Wink is right. It, and you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned his his Truth Minute because uh, I, I heard the one kicked off the top of the hour here and. It just goes to show, I mean, Wink is, is endorsing uh, president, former President Trump, and he, he's, he, he thinks that Mike Pompeo would be an excellent vice president. I agree that Mike Pompeo would be an excellent vice president. You know, I've said on this show a couple of times that I, I'm not 100% sold on Donald Trump. But I, I think, uh, you know, Wink Wink is right on a lot of things. And there you go, folks Folks who say that my sponsors don't never disagree with me. Well, here we have an opportunity because I'm I'm not 100% against Donald Trump. I just want to make sure that we win. We're up on a bottom-of-the-hour break. But coming up after the bottom-of-the-hour break, by the way, Pat, thank you for sticking around. Appreciate you, my friend. We'll take a quick break, pay a few bills, and then Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute will be with us to... Walk us through a new report showing eighth-grade students performing at or above grade level in the study of civics and U.S. history declined for the last four years, according to the Nation's Report Card. There's your tax dollars at work, folks. Studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
0: For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
1: Weather brought to you by Resiek Ford.
0: No issues weather-wise
3: this evening, just partly cloudy skies, 56 degrees by morning, light southeast
4: winds. We'll have a few more clouds around on Monday, may even have a shower or a thunderstorm in the afternoon. High reaching 75, a better chance of rain Monday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price.
0: Herrick. The default deadline is June 1st. Arkansas Republican Congressman French Hill on Fox report with John Scott. We have no response
6: from the Senate, and we don't have a concrete, constructive, sensible, and responsible proposal from Joe Biden. And that's what we need when he gets back. The
0: president and House Speaker are scheduled to meet again Monday. States are shipping migrants nationwide to relieve migrant shelters. Fox's Dan Springer is in El Paso, Texas.
5: Those bus trips north continue to happen as the processing Along the border continues. But I got to tell you that nine days after the end of Title 42, and the southern border remains
0: relatively calm. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is trying to send migrants to the suburbs, sparking outreach from leaders in those areas, while Miami Mayor Francis Suarez wrestles with at least 10,000 new migrant students in schools. America's listening to Fox News.
8: It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. Hey, Sean Hannity here. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. It is the backbone of the emergency alert system, and that keeps us safe in dangerous times because when cell and Internet services are down, AM radio might be your only lifeline. Now text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Text AM to five two eight
6: 86 today. Standard message and data rates apply.
2: Download the Odyssey app and not only listen to this station, but listen to other local all news stations from around the
3: country. Looking to find out what's happening not just here, but also get the news from your hometown? Odyssey has it all. Local news stations from around the country. It's all
4: on the Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day, plus the sports, music, and podcasts you love, are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it now
2: live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And from breaking news to severe weather updates, KNSS is always here from you. Make sure you tell your legislators to keep AMFM radio in your vehicles now. Text AM to 52886 And tell Congress to keep AM radio in your cars, folks. Make sure you do that. Seriously. Reach out. Make sure to tell Congress to keep AM radio. This is the best way to stay updated on all latest breaking news. And we have to ensure that AM radio sticks around so that you can be updated. So, trust me, it's important. Just just trust me. You don't want to lose AM. Even though we're available on AM and FM, you want to keep AM. Trust me, it's important. Well, across the country, 8th grade students performing at or above grade level in the study of civics and U.S. history declined from 2018 to 2022, according to the Nation's Report Card, a report released by the National Center for Education Statistics. U.S. history scores on the 2022 assessments were five points lower than those in 2018, and that's not just entirely pandemic-related with only 14% judged at or above proficient, the lowest level since 1994 when the test was initially given. Joining us now to walk us through these numbers is Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute. Dave, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend.
6: Hey, John. It's always good to be here.
3: So 46% of students performed at what they define as the basic level and that's defined as having right. partial mastery of knowledge and skills, not not necessary, just partial mastery. And the the proficiency level at forty percent of students have less than partial mastery. It's basically they're they're flunking. I, I mean, how is the education establishment trying to spin these numbers? Because the, the, they're just abysmal. What's their explanation for this? Let me guess. It's because we don't adequately fund education. <laughs>
6: Well, money is always one of the go to's, but um, they they don't want to admit to the numbers. The way they spend them is they've you look at the what uh, Kansas has done with the state assessment um, since uh, it was instituted in 2015, fifteen they've uh modified the, how they describe the different levels right so that so that they can try to say. That, well, we really don't measure grade level, right? Yeah, it it is, uh, and they want to look at things uh, that have nothing to do with uh, academic improvement. The, the the simple truth, John, is that for years, uh, Kansas uh, and and all of, most across most of the country, states have de-emphasized academic improvement. There is no accountability in the public education system and by accountability i mean consequence you have horrible achievement like nine percent of the high school kids in wichita are proficient in math nine what happens nothing
3: right yeah we just promoted the superintendent who is in charge of college and career readiness and now he's the superintendent
6: right yeah i mean it's gone downhill and and it's they and and that's not going to change. You know, basically, John, uh, student uh, achievement is not going to change until adult behaviors change.
3: And you know what I, what I find most interesting another in other tactics they're using is it's the old it's the old dodge. It's when you ask them about this or you ask them about college and career readiness, then they'll then they'll say, "Oh, well, yeah, but what about ACT scores?" Or the the favored one that I'm seeing all the time now, because whenever I see a superintendent or somebody on Twitter who's talking about education funding, and then I immediately throw back, I go to your website, I go to the Sentinel, or I go to KPI, and I pull their stats, and it turns out they've got, you know, 20% college and career ready or something. And I show them their numbers. They talk about graduation rate. That's their great one. They love to say, oh, but our graduation rate is X. Well, you know, Dave... You could graduate a ham sandwich. It doesn't mean it's ready to get a job. It doesn't mean it's ready yeah, to ready to be an adult. It just means that you graduated them
6: uh it's It's more like an attendance certificate right. than anything else exactly Don. I mean you look for we have forty six percent of our high school kids in Kansas below grade level in math, but we have an eighty nine percent graduation thank rate. you
3: thank you just made my point so so <laughs> we're literally half of these students can't do math, but we're graduating them anyway. So the schools will say our graduation rate is great. And then my response to them is, okay, you're grad. So you're admitting to me that you are graduating people who can't do basic math.
6: And that's right. And they know it. Uh, I mean, I've had this conversation in public with superintendents in the room, everybody else in the room, erupted, you know, how dare you say anything oh yeah, you uh, hate questionable students about our public system. But the two superintendents sat there silent. They couldn't argue because they knew it was true. They just couldn't wait for the conversation to change.
3: Well and if you look back at these numbers, this is the, you know the national I mean you can't you can't lie. Numbers don't lie. And this is from the nation's report card without a basic understanding of civics and how our government functions how can we ever expect these kids to become informed voters, or or is that what they want? They don't want them to be informed voters. They want them to just do what they're told.
6: Well, I think you know, honestly, in the in the years I've been doing this, John, it's that it, they they certainly would like to see kids get a good ed- education, and it's fine if they do, but not if it means the adults have to change what they're doing.
3: Yeah, well, and, and not and, not, and not if are... it means they get less money either.
6: No, I mean you look, you know, you're talking here about the civics and the history, but you know, the story we published has uh, results back to the in the 90s. There's really not much change. No. Yes, this this is the lowest, but it's never been good. They've been within one, two or three points of proficiency and very high levels of below basic. This this just isn't going to change. And that's why we have to work so hard on school choice. Yes. Because the only thing that matters and gets the attention of school boards and superintendents is if a kid can leave and take some money with them.
3: Yeah, exactly. Not even
6: all of it, just take some of it. And and so they – and when we've seen this, what's happened, because it's happened in Arizona, it's happened in Florida, and it's happening in Indiana, once the monopoly is broken – then schools say, okay, now we have to work a little harder so we can keep the kids. We have to we have to actually compete and earn those kids to come here.
3: We're talking with Dave Trabert from the Kansas Policy Institute. Dave, I have to ask you about Governor Kelly's line item veto of the look back provision in the K through twelve budget. We talked with Dan Hawkins about it in the last hour. It seems so obvious why she did it. It's because, you know, the rule benefits schools over taxpayers. Um, I mean, it. it's it's clearly gives them the opportunity doesn't mean they're necessarily doing it, but they could easily double dip, you know, where one school's counting on little Jimmy and another school is also counting little Jimmy. Um, I mean, it, that that system is unfair. You shouldn't be getting paid based on your best numbers. You should be getting paid on your current numbers. What is their possible rationale for arguing that this system should stay in place?
4: Well.
6: You know, you have to go back to the reason that the system was put in place. It wasn't to protect districts. It was, and I mean, I know this is hard to believe, schools came in and lobbied the legislature saying it's just too hard to do our budgets <laughs> in the summer when we don't know until September exactly how many we're going to have. I mean, how many of our our businesses all across the country, for that matter, would have difficulty budgeting if they only had ninety nine percent of their revenues for certain. Huh. come on, this is easy, but now, back to Governor kelly I, I personally i I mean she'll never own up to why, but let's start with understanding that yes, she helped some districts that are declining, but she hurt districts that are growing at the same time because the bill said instead of the last best over the last two. You can take last year or you can take this year. So every district that is gaining students is losing money right. by her choice. That is why this was brought up in the first place. Districts like Spring Hill and Johnson County that are growing like gangbusters as uh, people flee the high taxes of Overland Park and Leewood, they're moving south. They're, you know, and, and those districts now are getting hurt. So she's just picking and choosing winners, is what she's doing.
3: Yeah, she's doing my, what the my, KNEA and the KASB wanted is really what
6: this. is You know, y- well, yeah, but John, they, she also, you know, the, the expansion of the tax credit scholarship was in there too. Yes, yeah, I true. think part of this, at least, is I'm going to do something uh, so I can say I stood up for schools while yeah. I signed this. and and let that go it's it's a little faint to the left um to to try to change some of the talking points but bottom line is she's hurting the schools that are growing with this yeah and she's not doing any favors to the ones who can look back two years instead of one year because the trend isn't going to continue they're still going down and they're going to have to make these budget adjustments all she's doing is kicking the can a little bit for them
3: yeah she's delaying the inevitable dave i Appreciate you, I, Phantom Kids. Getting paid for kids that aren't in your school—that—that that just sounds like mm-hmm. weirdness. Um, if folks are interested, if they want to read the article on the civics numbers and that kind of stuff, they can find that. I've shared a link on the face on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, but they can also find it at sentinelksmo.org. Correct? That's right. I appreciate you, brother, and uh, always a pleasure having you on the show. Carry on the fight, my friend.
6: Thanks, John. You too.
3: We'll Good take night. a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open at 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.
0: May is the month for electrifying deals at Midwest Kia. The long-awaited return of rebates is here, so take advantage of factory incentives on eight different all-new Kia models with as much as $7,500 in lease cash or special 2.99% APR for 66 months. That's right, electrify your ride with up to $7,500 in lease cash on 2023 EV6 or purchase with a special APR of 2.99% for 66 months. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Searching for a quality pre-owned vehicle? At Midwest Kia, we have doubled our inventory of certified pre-owned vehicles and are proud to be the only local dealer that can offer Kia manufacturer certification, giving you the peace of mind you deserve. Drive away with Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty on every new and certified pre-owned Kia today. And remember... We want
1: to see you in a Midwest Kia.
0: Bonus for well-qualified lessees. Limited powertrain warranty valid May 2nd to June 1st. Admit it. There is a
6: project you have been itching to have completed. Maybe it's new windows, new siding, or a beautiful new bathroom. Now you can have it completed with no headache when you call All Seasons Construction. Take comfort that All Seasons Construction's work is guaranteed to make you fall in love with your home again. With no payments due till 2024. Call 316-685-1700. Call now to get your project on the books at 316-685-1700.
5: When you're shopping for a used car, you don't want to go just anywhere. You don't want to go where it's crazy and chaotic and more like a circus. You probably don't want to go to the place with a goofy mascot where they don't even listen and try to sell you something you don't want. And you definitely don't want to deal with a place with a sleazy guy like this. This one here is a beauty. Tip-top shape. Don't mind that noise. She's running perfect. Don't worry. You can trust me. Come see our team of professionals here at Rusty Eck Ford. Not only will we help you find the vehicle that you want, they're the experts in helping you with the financing you need, no matter your credit situation. So before you go to one of those other places and wish later that you didn't, go to Rusty Eck Ford first. Wichita's only President's Award winner for customer service three years in a row. See the real difference at Rusty Eck Ford and RustyEckFord.com. I need to
2: know. I need to know the news, weather, and traffic. You need news, weather, and traffic. I need weather, news, and traffic. We have news, weather, and traffic. have news, weather, traffic. Love it for the news, weather, traffic. It just seems like a good fit. You can't
3: be everywhere at once, so why not have one news source that you can get everything from?
2: What you need to know. Constant need for. Or information, literally, what's happening in the world morning, noon, and night. I'm tuned in all day. My news station, where I get my news 987 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869 1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And if you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R Whitmer. To get all the latest updates on the show ray thank you for sticking around you're on the john whitmer show
8: yes uh i've been hearing these stories that uh uh Biden could use the 14th Amendment to settle our debt problems.
3: Oh, he thinks he can. And
8: <laughs> I, I've read it, and I don't see anything in there.
3: No, I mean, it says that you know, the full faith and credit, basically, it is what it says. Yeah. That, but that doesn't mean that the president <laughs> has the authority to, you know, I mean, the president doesn't. The power of the purse resides in the legislature. And so it, it's, well, it, yeah, he, he can't
8: just mention it. him. If it doesn't mention him be, being able to do it, then and he's able to do it, then Joe Blow down the street could do it too. <laughs>
3: Theoretically, I mean, there it's a stretch. What, what would any even even his own advisors, Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, has said it would uh, it would open up a constitutional crisis okay. if he tried to do it. Then immediately, what would happen is Congress would sue him. It would go to the Supreme <laughs> Court. And we all know what would happen if it went to this Supreme Court; he would lose. And the other problem is, while that's going on, we're still facing the debt crisis. So, uh, that I don't think they're going to try that because a) they know they're going to lose, and b) it's unconstitutional. And while I mean, it would just it would look. Here's the bottom line, Joe: make a deal. Quit, you know, quit being so obstinate. The Republicans, look, there are. We had Ron Estes on the show last week. There are Republicans who voted to raise the debt ceiling who have never done it before, ever. But they did yeah. it because it was part of a spending cut. So they, that's what compromise is. You get a little bit of what you you want and a little bit of what you don't want. Well, right now, Joe Biden is wanting to give, get nothing, that he, he wants to get everything he wants and nothing he doesn't want. And that's not what compromise is. That's not how it works.
8: This is the first time we've ever stood up to their game. Exactly,
3: yeah. And as far as I'm concerned... Let them eat cake. Republicans yeah. should 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 play hardball and should say no. You're going to give us spending yeah. cuts or drive it off the cliff, and let Joe is Biden Charlie, and the Democrats take the blame for it because
8: we did our Charlie job. Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown and the football. Yep. And and we don't need to be falling for that no more.
3: I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, you're absolutely right, Ray. And my take on it would be, you know, to hell with you. Uh, if you don't want to negotiate, <laughs> you don't want to come at least halfway, then great. We'll go. We'll see you in the deadline.
8: And <laughs> That's exactly right. Let
3: the chips fall where they may. I appreciate you, Ray. Thanks for listening. Jim, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for sticking around. Got just a few minutes, but I wanted to try and squeeze you in if we could.
8: Oh, yeah. As far as the uh, school performance statistics uh-huh. being bad? Nothing new,
3: unfortunately.
8: <laughs> well, anyway, before uh, George H.W. Bush and Senator Kennedy made their deal down in Texas AM and m with no child left behind, Correct. and I don't know what that was about or whether it's still in existence, there was such a thing as QPR in the public schools that was working quite well, and that was put aside – right now, and
1: the
8: No Child uh, Left Behind behind came in. Nobody's ever given us an accounting for No Child Left Behind. Well, what went wrong with that? I I know what went wrong with the QPR thing, but we can go back to the QPR and it would work wonderfully.
3: And you're right. No no Child Left Behind, I think it was great, like many pieces of legislation, great concept on paper. The problem is... We keep we continue to dumb down. I think what the problem that we have here, and Dave Traubert referred to it to some extent. We keep dumbing down the standards, and at some point you have to stop. You know, look, we this country we're getting to a point where we're giving A for efforts instead of A for performance. And mm-hmm. it, it, as long as we are continuing, oh well, you tried, so therefore you graduate. No, you either graduate or you don't graduate, and if you don't perform, then you get held back. And, you know, I'm sorry, that's a hard thing to say, but that's what needs to start happening. We have to start holding people and children and parents accountable. And
8: that's what happens in QPR.
3: Right. And that's the way it needs to, that's what needs to happen. We have to get away from this, this, this feel good. Oh, you tried. So we're going to give you participation trophies and get back uh, to the point where we held kids responsible for their behavior.
8: But. Penny all that. I still say, when Teddy Kennedy and George H. W. Bush met down there at Texas A&M, I'm kind of a Texas A&M guy. (laughs) That was probably the best show on TV those three or four days when they were budding around. You remember that?
3: I do remember that. I remember the uh, the debates, and I remember when you know that bill passed, and and there was a lot of people who were worried about what the implications were, and. I remember the education establishment didn't like it, and then they watered the whole thing down, and it ended up being, well, again, it comes down to standards. It comes down to, you know, when, the, when you reduce these standards, when you get to a point where you're, you're no longer holding student achievement up for the, the bar that it needs to be held up for, uh, as long as you're accepting mediocrity and not encouraging excellence – you're going to get you get what you put into it and part of it is also that i think schools need that's why trobert again is right that parental choice and when we start allowing these schools to have to compete for tax dollars we'll start seeing a difference and until then we're just not we're just not jim i appreciate you thank you for listening folks i hope you enjoy yourselves this week have a good week got some big name guests coming up in the future in the meantime carry on